Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. A man with uh, plenty of uh, titles and numbers next to his name is uh, Jeff Simpson, uh, former New Zealand Davis Cup captain. He joins us to talk Australian Open. G'day, Jeff. How are you? G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, Rafa's out, mate. Straight sets. Uh, that's a bit of a shock. Yeah, I mean, I think, to be honest, though, you know, we've watched his form leading in, although, you know, Rafa get, does get better and better as the... Uh, and a grand slam as the matches go on, but he just didn't seem his normal self, even coming into the top, into the um, into the tournament, and even watching him in his first round, he wasn't moving like he was. He's, he seemed a little out of sorts, especially mistiming a lot, and you know he he depends a lot on his movement, and um, I just think you know there's there's obviously something wrong with him because you know he was hardly moving at all in that match and mm-hmm. in, in the in, in the third set, which I was. You know, I thought the third set um, didn't see the first two, but apparently um, Mackenzie came out and played pretty good tennis to start off with. But I still think there's something, you know, something amiss with him. Yeah, but I guess we'll find out in due time. Yeah, yeah. I've just, I, I've had the, uh, I don't have the sound up in the studio, obviously, but he's just been doing this presser. But he was, I think, towards the end of the second set, beginning of the third set, he grabbing what looked like maybe a hip flexor. Um, and w- okay, yeah. W- yeah. Which would make sense in terms of, you know, sort of restricting his movement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that makes complete sense because, you know, I mean, especially a guy against McKenzie, he hits the ball pretty hard and pretty flat and um, it's coming off the court well. You know, you've got to, you've got to move, you know, at the top of your game really to, to sort of counteract that as well. So, yeah, it's just really tough for him to, to see him lose like that. I, you know, as you know, a bit of... I'm a huge fan, and um, you just don't like to see him, you know, losing a match uh, mm-hmm. like that, you know, and sort of limping off the court, you know, after all, his great Australian Open last year. So, yeah, yeah. pretty sad, I think. Pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, chances that that's the last we see of him at the Australian Open as a player? Oh, you know, people are always, you know, we always guess these things, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, Roger retired when he felt it was right right time, and I think Rafa will do the same thing. And, um, you know, he has won the French 14 times, so whether he wants to go out there, I, I don't know. You know, you just... Uh, I don't... I don't want to second guess him. That's for sure. Yeah, no, fair enough. What a, what about Mackenzie McDonald? A lot of people won't know who this bloke is. He's ranked sixty sixth in the world, um, and coming into it, you know, he he was a massive underdog, particularly not just because of the ranking, but I mean, he he uh, had to go through five sets against uh, Nakashima to get through the first round, and three of those sets went to tie breaks. So I mean, he had a lot of tennis in his legs. Yeah, he did. I mean, Mackenzie's always been around. You know, he's been around for a little while. He was a, you know, a top college player, and he he plays on a he plays particularly well on a hard court because he's, you know, as I said before, he moves he moves he moves really fast, and um, he, you know, he hits the ball really really flat, and so and times it early. And when he's playing well, you know, he's getting it quite early, so it puts a, puts a lot of pressure on you to move really well. Well, and he's got a. I think, you know, that five-setter match in the first round, he's another up, good up-and-coming American, that boy. 
that he beat. And so, you know, that probably would have got him and, you know, got his iron really, really well. And, and, and he seems fit and strong. So, you know, would have only done him the world of good. So mm. he's got a good, you know, he's got a good chance to go, you know, a little bit further into the draw. Yeah, especially I mean, that will have opened the draw up, you know, with the number one seed yeah. going out at, that, yeah. at, at the second round. Uh, we saw Novak Djokovic back in action last night. There was a lot of question marks about whether or not he'd actually play because he'd been carrying a hamstring injury, but he looked pretty comfortable. Well, out of all the players I've probably seen at the moment, and you're right about that, we're, you know, I was, I was really interested to see him play, but... Um, and you know there has been that rumor that he is carrying an injury, but he looked he looked unbelievable. You know he's he's playing and striking the ball really well, and I, you know he just loves that court at um, at the Australian Open. Uh, you know he plays so well on it, and I think the ball just sits in the right place for him. He moves well on it, and he feels very very confident. Um, and I think the year that he he won it one year, and he came down and played. I think it was the ATP Cup first. I think he won 18 straight matches. You know so. It's pretty phenomenal. So he's back. And I think, you know, he played well. He played really well, looked really good. So as he goes deeper into the tournament, I think he'll just get better and better and better. And obviously that hamstring, you know, doesn't, you know, is not too bad. And um, as fitness is not affected, I think he's got, you know, a whopping chance to win this thing. He certainly does with uh, with Rafa out. That certainly uh, doesn't do his chances yeah. in, in any yeah. harm. He did yeah. say uh, we had the uh, had a listen to the presser earlier on the show, and he did say that uh, the hamstring wasn't ideal with the with the words he used, but he said okay. it's getting better. Yep. So um, I, I think he, he he basically didn't do any practice for the last two or three days leading into the game. Mm. Well, you know he's got, he has to be very very cautious. These guys are you know very in tune with their body, and he knows his body well. And if he says that, you know he's he's I think he's letting everybody know that he is being very cautious and he's resting and he's got the he'll have the best available advice going on, and he'll be treating himself you know properly. So. You know, if he goes on the court, I, I, I would say he's got a good chance every time he goes because I don't think he'll go on the court if he if he's not a hundred percent. I'll keep keep an eye on uh, how Novak goes. Uh, we also saw another yeah. star of yesteryear. It feels like uh, he's been around for ages, still going as uh, Sir Andy Murray getting through in five sets over uh, Berrettini. Uh, you know that he guts that out, man. That was a tough game, and he and he and he really dug deep to get through. Yeah, look, I mean. I thought he played a, a, a really, really good um, uh, th- a fifth set tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, he made his first serves. He, he, he hit his spots. Berrettini didn't really serve well in the tiebreaker. He'd served really well up to then, and he didn't put, wasn't able to put enough pressure on Andy. And Andy got off to a good start. Um, but you know, he's a you know a, a true champion in the way he fought hard for every single point and. You know, it meant a lot to him, and he's he's put a lot of work on him. You got to take your hat off him. He's 35. He's put a lot of work. He's had a lot of bad, you know, bad injuries with his hip, and to come back and do something like that and and win over five after being match point down, it's an incredible effort. And you just got to take your hat off to him, and and you know, wish him all the best in the next match. Hopefully he's fit enough to, to take the court. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully it didn't take too much out of him. Uh, I mean, yeah. we saw Francis Tiafo win earlier as well. He he cruised in, in, in three sets. Is there anyone else that's sort of caught your eye? Well, I think, you know, looking at the top half of the draw, I think, you know, you've you, you've got Tiafo who was, was going to go into Rafa anyway, I think, um, quite early. And, you know, he, he was the one that beat Rafa at the US Open. 
and then you've got Medvedev in the top half, um, along with Sitsipas. Um, I think there's Sinner in there, Cameron Norrie's in there, mm. um, and I think Felix is in there as well. And he, I think he came back from two sets to love today, again, you know, to 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 win, which was a good effort. He, you know, he had that struggle first round with Popsicle, where he's down a set and you know won the next two in a tiebreaker. So he's you know, he's finding his form. And um, you've got a couple of good young guys in there that, um, you know, Sinner, um, you know, he played very well at the US Open. Um, and you've got a couple of guys that were in New Zealand that actually play each other, um, that Urbank and um, the Hitcher, the Hitcher, I think mm-hmm. it was, that played Cameron Norrie. Uh, they've both won a, a round over there. So they play each other to get to the third round. So, you know, you've got some good you got some good matches coming up in there. So, you know, the, the, the top part of the draw, even though it's opened up at the lot, you've still got the likes of Medvedev, who's won there before. Sitsipas has always played well there. Uh, Cameron Norrie that's playing well. Uh, and Felix that plays well there. So, you know, it's, it's it's a it's a top it's a tough draw at the top. Yeah, very tough. Um, on the women's yeah. side of things, um, Sphertech won through today again. Now, uh, Sphertech, I should say, six two six three. Uh, she looks pretty comfortable. We've had a, had a couple of big names in the women's game out, but uh, you know, Madison Keys is doing it pretty pretty well against uh, Wang from China as well. She's up uh, one one set to nil. Um, and we've got Radicanu and, and and Goff coming up later tonight. So the the big games keep coming. Yeah, that'll be good. That match will be good, uh, Radicana and Goff. I was, I was hoping we'd get to see that one in Auckland, but um, obviously never eventually eventuated because of uh, Radicana's little injury. But uh, she seems to be in quite good form because she, you know, she had a good win first round. Um, and Goff, we know, I mean, she's in really good form. So that will be a good, you know, early match to see and gauge how Goff's playing. Um, which I think she's playing very, very well and, and could go quite deep. Um, you know, I think um, Jabir came through in, in in the in the bottom half, didn't she, in, in three sets. So she struggled a little bit, but she seems to find. And I think Sakari won in a top three setter as well. So, yeah, you've got some good matches coming up in there. And as, as you say, Switek is the one that is looking probably the best at the moment and has got the form and the confidence. So, I mean, if, as long as she keeps her head and goes down, she's got a good chance to go through. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep an eye on the women's draw. Uh, I wanted to get you, uh, yeah. before you go, mate, uh, uh, Jamie Murray and, and Mike Venus have teamed up for the season. Um, they probably haven't had as successful a start as they would have liked with Adelaide and, and Auckland, maybe not quite going their way. Uh, but what do you make of that as a team, uh, as as a match? Well, I, you know, it's funny because every year I come back, uh, Mike comes back and I see him down at the tennis centre and we have a chat and I say, how, how's it going and everything? And he says, oh, um, I'm changing partners this year. And, you know, I think it just seems to be what happens. But he's, he was very complimentary of Jamie and very happy that he's got the opportunity to play with him because he thinks he, you know, sort of complements his game, uh, the good friends. And he says it's really important that you've got a lot in common. They seem to have a lot in common. And, um, you know, they, Jamie has certainly won a lot of matches as along with Matt with Mike. So I, I feel that they have the potential to be a really good team and um, it's just playing the matches together and, you know, getting a few titles behind you, building your confidence and, you know, working on your combination and, and on your strengths and your weaknesses and, and, and trying to get the best out of each other. So, yeah, looking at it on paper and 
after talking to Mike, I feel that, you know, I think he's he's sort of struck somebody that he's going to really enjoy playing with. And, you know, when you feel good and you're happy, I think, you know, you play your best. So wish them all the best. Yeah, they're ranked uh, 11th or seeded, I should say, 11th for the for the tournament, yep. uh, which is prob- probably about right. But, I, I mean, that, that'd, be, that'd be a good dark horse to back for the title, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, they 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 definitely like if if things go their way, you know you've got to have things go your way at that level, and um, you know you've got to take your opportunities because they you only get a very slim few of them, and um, if they do that, they certainly do have a chance. I mean, look, last year at Kyrgios and Kokonakis came through, you know, and you wouldn't have thought that, but um, you know, somebody like Mike and and Jamie who have got Grand Slams between them certainly got every chance this year and they do play well they, they they'll play well on the hard court so at melbourne so they've got a great chance yeah yeah all right we'll look forward to seeing that and, uh, and of course um and we've got erin ralph to look out for too on the women's side she hasn't had a great start to the season but uh she's another player ranked i think 30 in the in the women's double scene that it'll be uh, interesting to see how she goes with her she's another one who's who swaps uh, her doubles partners quite a lot Yes, but she, you know, like she's made a mark. She's a, she's thirty in the world. She's done she's done particularly well in the last year. And you know, if she continues growing in her game like she's like she's doing, you know, she's certainly got the game. She's a big, tall girl. Got a great serve, volleys well, returns well, quite powerful. So you know, hopefully she does settle on a partner that she enjoys to play with. And um, yeah, you know, the sky's the limit for her. She's certainly got everything in front of her. Because she, you know, she is, you know, top thirty as you say. She's the the real deal for the the girls' circuit and doubles. Yeah, yeah. I well, look forward to seeing those two get underway. I think Erin uh, plays tomorrow. There, uh, her and uh, Rizolska are ranked fourteenth, and they're playing uh, Bodnar and, and Min out of Germany. So hopefully, they get through mm. that first round, get a bit of a run on, and uh, we can follow them throughout the tournament. Jeff, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, I know last time we talked to you uh, uh, on on the Aussie Open, you were over there last year, weren't you? Uh, no, not not not. Well, I was over before? there, but yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. Oh, mate, you're doing your best to dodge the heat because apparently they've had a bit of that over there. Yeah. So well done, <laughs> well okay. done. Yeah. Good stuff, Jeff. Go okay. well, mate. Thank you. Okay, okay, thank you.